Hey, welcome to the 11th episode of the Good, the Bad, and the Nerdy podcast. I'm Chris. Today, we're going to talk about some EA new game announcements. We're going to talk about the Book of Boba Fett. I've been try- having to try really hard to actually say the right title for this episode. And uh, we'll talk about some random shenanigans that took place over in Italy last week. So, Steve, how you been? I've uh, been pretty good. Um, just kind of tooling around the house, watching, you know, book Boba Fett, Peacemaker. Played a little bit of Nier Automata. Um, not, not enough to form an opinion, unfortunately, but uh, I'll, I'll probably continue playing it. So this week is probably the week that I have played the most video games in nine months. And it's all just near Automata. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's all that's all I did. I, I played the crap out of that game all week. Um, I'm still not even that far into it. <laughs> no, I was gonna say progression doesn't seem to be super, super fast in this game. So like I'm 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 like level 20 something, early 20s, I want to say, and I I'm just barely at this part of the story where there's I was talking to a buddy last night and he's like, Yeah, there's way more to go. I'm barely cracked into it. Um, really? Yeah, I'm probably going to have to put it down because I've got that Witcher itch. So I've also been reading the first book. I'm So I stopped reading it a couple months ago and just picked it back up like two or three weeks ago. And I'm getting to a point where I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember I've read this. And I was almost done with the damn book. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I read and listened to a lot of those Witcher books. They were all pretty, pretty fantastic. So. so, yeah, this is this is the first one. Um, I've only done a little research on what the books are like. And I guess the the rest of them aren't kind of short story like like this one well, is. Even all the beginning ones were a series of short stories. Okay, so I, I like the short story. Longer narrative. The, what I mean, if I remember correctly, and it's been a while since I read them. It's probably been about three years. Is you started off with a story, it you went through your three stories, and in the final story, it came back around to you know events that were in the first story. Okay. Yeah. No. I I like I like how that's going. Um, I'm I'm enjoying the book a lot. Hold on. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying that. And then I watched uh the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh yeah, I saw that all of those dropped on the Netflix. Yeah, so I was watching that. Um it's a great, a great movie. Uh I was, I was, I just had that on while I was like cleaning the house and stuff, which I get to go do again today. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's about it for me. So, so did you watch any uh, Final Fantasy movies by chance? I did not. Did you hear about the Final Fantasy movie the Italian Senate got to watch? I did not. So, uh, last, not it wasn't last week. I, I think this. Articles dated the 20th. Uh, I'll just read this first paragraph here. A Zoom meeting between Italian senators earlier this week was interrupted by the broadcasting of a pornographic video based on the role-playing video game franchise Final Fantasy. Holy shit. How many words could you put into that? <laughs> All the words. So this Senate, this Italian Senate Zoom meeting was interrupted by a porno clip with Tifa Lockhart. <laughs> so when the sexual clip was played during the meeting, it caused confusion amongst the senators. The clip showed two anime-styled people having sex on a bed with a lo- with loud moans. The image was eventually cut, but the audio could still be heard as the senators attempted to regain control. Alongside the clip, a message was played in English in an Italian accent and said... I used to be a sex offender, but now I'm a kindergarten teacher. Huh. I wonder how I got in there. I have no idea. No idea. They say it's some sort of hacker, but yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I, fo- I found that amusing. And uh, if you want to see the clips, they're out there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure so they're out there. If that's your thing. But uh, on to other video game news. StarWars.com had an announcement this week. I did a little short video on it. And EA, with Lucasfilm and this Respawn Entertainment and another development, yeah, Bit Reactor, are working on three new Star Wars games. One of them being the... Uh, I, they call it the Jedi story. So I'm thinking the sequel to... Uh, oh my God, why can't I think of what it was? Not the Fallen Force Awakens. Huh? Fallen Order. Yeah, the Fallen Order. That's got to um, be at least one of them. Yeah, so... Well, that that's what they're saying. Because the, the that's the Stig Osmussen... Um, he was the director of Fallen Order, and he's doing the new. He's doing the new one. Um, they're they're also doing another first person shooter, which seems to be not Battlefront. Uh, Battlefront, because you shared a link with me earlier this week that Battlefront Three had been canceled. Yeah, yeah, I saw something that had been canceled. So, so what do you think? Any idea what Star Wars shooter they could be coming out with? Do you think it's going to be Fortnite, or do you think they're going to do, um, man, I can't remember the name. I played you. I played this game a long time ago where you were the smuggler and you were just shooting things, uh, but that was forever yeah. ago, like the nineties. I mean, I have no idea what they're going to do. I mean, I'll be honest. What would interest me more than anything is something set outside of the the Skywalker saga. I'll be honest. I've played a lot of first-person shooters that were set within that saga, and I, I, while they could possibly come up with a compelling story, I would be way more interested in a Knights of the Old Republic first-person shooter where you play, you know, someone not a Jedi and you team up with a Jedi. Um, so, so, ooh, what if playing a Jedi in these games has kind of, to me, gotten kind of boring? Um, it's one of the things I liked about Star Wars Galaxies is you went into Star Wars Galaxies. Being a Jedi wasn't a class. It wasn't something you could play or, or even be. Uh-huh. Uh, eventually, they rolled it out. And then, unfortunately, to the detriment of the entire game, they rolled it out to everybody. Initially, when they rolled it out, there was some random algorithm where you would do a certain set number of things at a certain set of times, and it would unlock playing a Jedi, um, which was kind of cool. But... Uh, you know, eventually they made it so that anyone could go to certain planets and, and collect certain things and be a Jedi, much to the downfall of the game, like I said. But um, right. I would like I'd like to see something like that. You know, I, I so, look as a little kid, I wanted to swing a lightsaber. But, you know, um, I think it'd be more fun to take us out of that realm and, and leave that as a special thing that we get to do very rarely. So. I'd like to see a Destiny 2-like thing. Like you're like a bounty hunter or, um, you know, like I don't know how you work. Like obviously not one-to-one of Destiny 2, but, you know, some giant MMORPG shooter. Like that would be freaking rad and probably yeah. a smart idea. <clears throat> I mean, Better than some would... Battle Royale crap. Yeah, but like I said, outside of the Star Wars saga, you know, there's they're doing oh, yeah. the, the the that High Republic stuff. I I let's put it there. Okay. You know, go full force into to other things because we need to see more of the Star Wars universe, not not the same the same Star Wars universe that we're seeing over and over and over again right now. Okay. Okay. So the third game is a strategy game. Have you ever been into strategy games? Um, I, I've played my fair share of StarCraft and the original Warcraft games. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I did a little bit of StarCraft. Um... That was a long time ago, but I did, I did a little bit. It, w- it wasn't anything that I was like too obsessed with. 
the guy that they've got working on it, he was an art dude for the XCOM games, which Emmanuel and his uncle just loved to death. And then he was he also worked on one of the Civilization games. I don't remember which one, but yeah, there's been so many. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so obviously it's in good hands because he knows how to make good strategy games. But I don't know. Like I was thinking about, it. I was like, you know what? Yeah, some Star Wars, Starcraft stuff. Okay, that could be interesting. Uh, but also. I don't know when i play a strategy game now i kind of feel like it's a mobile thing <laughs> um like those kinds of games are perfect for like microtransactions and stuff like that well any game is gonna have microtransactions going forward that's just the way the world works but uh i there's things they could do i mean the, the strategy game is obviously uh, it, it lends itself to the mobile games because you can play it for a little bit and walk away um, but I think there's stuff they could do in, in a PC game that they couldn't do in mobile, um, that would, that would definitely be interesting. You know, f I remember in Starcraft, you could, you know, you, you can have one side be the rebellion, one side be the empire, or one side be the high republic, one <laughs> side be the Sith empire. And, you know you're trying to conquer a map and, and you set it up and you can do huge ones with like 16 players nowadays. Whereas in back in the day, you know, I think they limited most of those to like four and the maps weren't that large. Yeah. I never played multiplayer on one of those. I just, um, I played a little bit. My nephew played quite a lot actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was, he was big into it. So what I'm hoping because now the Star Wars video game license is anyone can use it. Um, I'm really hoping we go back to getting just a boatload of Star Wars games, even though when that was happening, most of them weren't worth playing. I was going to say that way back when Lucasfilms was giving out game licenses like candy, we were, weren't getting the quality we deserved. Um, I'm not going to say that when they just started giving them to EA that the quality got better. It got the the quality of the title got better. You know, they were more AAA games, but they weren't better games. Yeah, there was there was just a boatload of them, and then like when you found that good one, like Kotar. Kotar was right there in the middle of all that stuff when they were coming mm -hmm. out with just so many star wars games and you found that one and it was like oh my god like <laughs> i need to play that one again um you know we've had some good games recently the, that recent the flight simulator for uh for star wars star wars squadrons um, oh i didn't I play that, that on my, my vr and i liked it a lot i mean you I mean, with the VR, obviously, you had the goggles on and you were in the cockpit. So, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of um, immersion in that game. But, you know, we've got the PS2 VR coming out. So, you know, I would like to see more of, of that kind of stuff coming out. Immersion games. Because the metaverse is coming. We might as well jump on board. Huh. Squadrons is free. Um, I paid for it, but I also bought it two, three years ago. Oh, you can play for right now on Steam. You can play it for free for almost 48 more hours. Okay. And then I never played it as a, as a comp straight up console game. I always played it as an immersion VR game. So I don't, I don't know if the experience stays the same. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of like some, well, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to download it. Okay. Oh, wait. Damn, how big is that? Oh, okay. I thought it said it was 200 gigabytes. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, cool. I'll check that out in a bit. So, we had another Star Wars episode. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. What'd you think? I loved it. Favorite you episode it? so far. It it was 
And the unfortunality of that is, is, uh, you know, we got fewer lines than Boba Fett had in the original trilogy from Boba Fett in it. He had fewer screen time. He had less screen time. <laughs> so that's kind of my um, thing. It's like, this is clearly an ad for the Mandalorian. Season three. Oh, definitely. It's a, well, first of all, you had to, you, you knew they were going to bring the Mandalorian back into the book of Boba Fett. Um, he's muscle. He's, you know, yeah, no, he owes Fett a favor to, to a certain extent. So you knew we were going to see him eventually. I didn't expect him to have a standalone episode, but yeah. I mean, at this point, if they don't just give Bryce Dallas Howard a trilogy and just say, run with it, do, do what you do then the people over at Disney obviously are not watching what they're putting out. So she directed this episode. She's directed every favorite episode I've ever had. So damn it. I forgot what I was to say. Um, crap. So, right. So we, so this episode, we got the book of Mandalorian. I I I was fine with Mando coming into the story. I oh I remember now. I'm fine with Mando coming into the story, but my question is is how many episodes is Book of Boba Fett gonna get? I looked I it up yesterday and all I saw was seven. Yeah. But that because the Mandalorian had eight in each season. Yeah. So they're gonna do seven with Book of Boba Fett, and then they couldn't even write seven episodes with Boba Fett. Like this, like there was very little to do with what was going on. Um, and, and honestly, I don't think they talked about much of anything for this. I mean, we know, so this scene here is when this is the opening scene. We'll just, we'll just go into the scene by scene and I'll explain my thoughts here. Um, so this, this was, Possibly the best scene of the entire season in the book of Boba Fett was this fight with him tearing through these people. Uh, so he's coming in here and this guy is the bounty that he's going after. And uh, that wasn't a character we'd ever seen before. I thought maybe he was, I was like, oh, did he just take out the the bulldog warlord guy that's been talking with Boba this whole time, but no, it was a different guy. Different guy. Yeah, he's got, like, nose piercings different, and stuff. Different guy, different planet. Right, but I... That guy could travel. <laughs> I mean, he could, but... Highly um, unlikely. Huh? Highly well, unlikely. Yeah, I mean, so, they end up having this fight. I found this so on the nose. The first thing they do when... What's his name? Jin? Went went uh, for his Jin blaster. Jin was the uh, bulldog bit him? Bite his, bite his hand. I I thought that was yeah. humorous. You should never bite the hand that feeds you, or the well, hand that's wielding the dark <laughs> He wasn't trying to feed him. <laughs> and then he was going to feed quickly... him. He was going to feed him some blaster bolts. What's that? He was going to feed him some blaster bolts. Yeah, yeah. But instead. Takes him to some dark saber. Yeah, it's good to see him still with the dark saber. It's uh I think it's gonna lead into a good season three for him. Yeah, that's that's setting up for something interesting, possibly. Um so the whole time he's fighting with this dark saber, you could tell he's struggling and and things just aren't working, and that's it's like what happened to the Mandalorian, like what's going on? Because well, he, I mean, so himself. you have in the original trilogy, Obi Wan explains it. You know, th they're elegant weapons, but if you'll notice, when most of the people in episode, well, in the original trilogy, fight with a lightsaber, they use two hands. The mm -hmm. lightsaber was never meant to be a light weapon. It's heavy, right? Um, heavy as no, the hand I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally fine with that. No, like. Uh, it, you know, it was just not something you expected. Like you didn't expect to see him struggling and like with him cutting himself and everything. Like that's actually yeah. pretty cool. 
See, I did. I totally expected him to struggle with it. He's not a Jedi. That is a Jedi weapon. Um, or hell, is he? I'm, I'm shocked. The way or... he was swinging it around, and he still has both of his arms. Look, as a kid, I took the broom out. I painted it you know, green, and I swung it around. And it honestly, if it had been a real lightsaber, you'd be talking to a guy with, you know, no legs and no arms and just kind of sitting here, you know, as a oh, yeah. stump log. <laughs> um, so you mentioned he's not a Jedi. Yet. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes along that he's like force sensitive or something. I, I would hope not, but we'll see. And then, And then he can go and train with Grogu. So, he he gets he catches that guy's head and I want to say this is really the first bit of some nostalgia we get. This alien here, this bird fish thing. Yeah. They were in uh Clone Wars, weren't they? Uh, they might have been. I'll be I'll be honest, Star Wars has had so many different aliens, it's hard to keep track of all of them. Fair enough. So he, he brings the head back to this guy. The guy's going to give him his money. He wants him to stay around for a bite because he's got another job. This conversation was kind of silly. He threatens to walk away with the head. Someone else will give him the information that Jin wants. And uh, so the guy just gives him the information so that he can keep his head. And then we find out what this information was for. He was looking for... His old claim. He was looking to find his old clan. He had discovered they were here somewhere and just didn't know how to get to them. So we see the armor again. And then does does the other character have a title or a name or anything? That big ass dude? I, I believe it's Paz Vizla, which ties him back to Clan Vizla, which is, you know, yeah. plays into the story because um uh, Tar Vizla is the Jedi that created the dark saber. Right. So the whole reason why, why the, the, the scene after this happens is because Paz Vizla feels like the dark saber is his legacy because it came right. from. We're, we're getting there. Hold, hold, hold your life. horses. Yeah. Hold your oh, horses. Yeah. Yeah, I, know. I, know we'll <laughs> I know we've got a scene after this that's, that deals in something else. So yeah, he has a name. It's Paz Vizla. He's, he's a uh, member of, of this culvert and a member of the way. Uh-huh. So he meets up with the armorer and she's like, how'd you hurt yourself? And he shows her the Darksaber and then they go into the lore of the Darksaber and how if you didn't win the Darksaber in battle, you're going to be the curse of Mandalore and that's why Mandalore was destroyed. Yeah, and that all happens in Rebels. Um, I can't remember what season or episode, but there's a scene where uh, where one of the characters... Um, has the dark saber, and she peacefully hands it over to Bo-Katan Kryze, um to become the new ruler of Mandalore, um, which then leads us into the fall of Mandalore and the Night of a Thousand Tears. Mm -hmm. and, and they show what's awesome is in this episode they show all they don't show the the rebel stuff, but they show the Night of a Thousand Tears and and just the Empire just decimating uh, Mandalore, which is you know right. It, it, it answers the question of why didn't the Mandalorians get involved in the empire? Well, they, they really couldn't. They, they were not, they were not in a place where they could get involved in a war with the, the empire. You know, I was just thinking this might be the episode with like the biggest budget so far, because they had some really cool looking stuff. Like when they did that, that, that clip of the empire bombing Mandalore, like, I don't want the hell someone's calling me. But when they did that, um, when Mandalore is getting bombed, like that, that looked really cool. Like this whole space station looks kind of cool. Halo, um, the ring. Yeah, Halo. Um, definitely, probably the highest budget for special effects and stuff. Well, you have to look at the directors. You know, <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard. You know, she get she gets the budget and she she pulls stuff out. Um. When you give Robert Rodriguez a smaller budget, he he that's where he gives you his best work. Mm -hmm. So we we find so we find out that lore, 
And then we move on to they they spray him with a back to can, heal up his leg, and then they move on to some training. And this is where we learn that the dark saber is fighting against the Mandalorian because he's trying to fight the saber and not his opponent. Which I mean, whatever. Like okay, um. I, I, I get what they're trying to say, and that's fine. But so that's so we figure out why he was struggling in the uh, first scene. And then big guy challenges him to a duel for the saber because his family created the saber. Right. He feels it's his birthright, and you know. It's um, kind of the way things are done on Mandalore. It was it wasn't anything personal. He, I think he likes uh, Jen Zajar, and I think you know he, he heals right. him up, takes care of him. Right? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't. There, I didn't get any bad blood. Bad blood vibes. This was just a fucking Mando thing to do. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I I I get that. Uh, the weird part for me was. Why did she wait to ask him about the helmet if he had removed his helmet after this? Like, why isn't that the first thing on her? Like, why now? Why are you asking this now? Like, that was like, I, that was really, I, I just see that as a, as a pathetic way to get him away from them again. Right, right. I mean, I... <laughs> if she'd asked him when he first walked in, we wouldn't have had the cool training scene or this oh, fight. Oh, right. Oh, no, I get it. And then we'd have another 30-minute episode of Book of Boba Fett. But, I mean, if it was such a concern, why why wasn't that the first thing she said? Like, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, yeah, have you taken your helmet off? No? How about you? Oh, well, now go take a bath, and you can uh, find your retribution. You got to go to the find the springs under the mines of Mandalore. Which are destroyed, which I have a feeling is just set up for. What's that? The the Beskar spear that they destroy, and he has forged into something for Grogu. You skipped over that. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they bet they they melted down the Beskar spear thing and made some chainmail from Grogu. For well, we think it's chainmail. We actually don't know. They don't show you what she made. Fair enough. It makes the most sense that they would make him a a little chainmail suit. Uh huh. Um. Have you, I should have grabbed the meme. Have you seen the meme where they compared Grogu to uh, Bilbo Baggins? No. <laughs> I should have, you'll, have have to show, to, you'll have to show that to me I'll after. I'll have to track that one down. Um, so, you know, it that that was kind of cool. because, And then they tie it into a little bow that looks like Grogu's head. I don't right. know if that was intentional or not. but Uh-huh. And then that leads into this scene, which then leads into him being told that the only way he can cleanse himself is through the the springs underneath the foundry on Mandalore, which you know mm-hmm. we obviously know is probably not the nicest place. I mean, at least the fires have probably went out after what nearly 30, 30 40 years. Probably. So I, I think I think that whole thing, this whole thing was a setup for season three of season three. Mandalore. Oh, definitely, like, definitely. This season three will be him returning to the way, maybe. Maybe. Um, it's going to be a bunch of side quests again, but so yeah, this is so that, yeah, they broke down the Beskar thing into a bunch of key chain key rings. <laughs> we don't know what it, what it actually is. And actually that, that little bundle looks kind of small for a, like a chain mail chest piece or something. But anyways, Grogu's uh, small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ain't that small. <laughs> I mean, Chainmail doesn't take up a lot of space. I've seen it, but I can't say I've ever like had it crumpled in a little package before, or, you know, carried it around or anything. Um, I've never seen it. I've never seen a piece small enough to fit Grogu that I've held in my hand. I've seen a big piece crumpled down into to a very small package, but like a wad. Yeah, but I, I'll be honest. I, I, I couldn't compare the two, you know, in my head right now. Um, <laughs> I, I said a wad 
and that sent me back to that guy you had that interview with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so yeah. So he has to go, and he doesn't have a ship. That wannabe Rhea Perlman has contacted him with the replacement. And so he heads out to Tatooine to see what she's got for him. And she has a Naboo Starfighter. Yeah. I'm guessing he's not doing any more bounties. I mean, a head can fit into the little uh, compartment in there. Okay. Okay. I think this is more to set him up for... I mean, he's obviously going to still do bounties. He's a bounty hunter. Yeah, um, yeah, they have to do that. You know, this is just a faster, sleeker ship for him to fly around. Who knows? Maybe he eventually gets a big enough ship that he can stow this ship inside that ship. So this happened, and then we watched them build the ship, and that was dumb. Yeah, we we get a little Discovery Channel where they're rebuilding this ship and putting in a you know a souped up engine and. It was just a bunch of word spaghetti. Like, ah, but we, we get to find out some stuff here. It fills I in something asleep. that you, I'm fairly certain you've always questioned what do Jawas look like underneath their little robes? Oh, Jesus. We That's now know coming that up. Hold on. Very hairy. That's coming up. Yes. I have that. And, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, no, I mean, he needed apparently we find gym. out that this woman's had oral sex with the Jawa. Possibly. Well, she goes, they're very furry, very furry. And then there's this thing with her mouth, which is what this is showing her doing that thing with her mouth. And it's like, really? Like, (laughs) all right. It's humor. It's humor. Because, you know, you've never seen what a Jawa looks like underneath their little robes. Um, I I did not mind this scene. I, I do agree with you. There was some word spaghetti. There's a lot of word spaghetti in Star Wars. Um, but it sets him up to have a new ship, a new fast ship, um, and it's a starfighter. You know, right. this is this is. I think this plays in heavily, if not into Book of Boba Fett, season three. Oh, probably. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that. Why that's that? It's got a pretty damn good chance season three has got something to do with this. We'll get we'll get into that. Um, so yeah, they do this whole building of the ship thing and they you know she gets asked out by another jawa she's she's working on herself just the good parts i don't know uh that's what she said though and so then we get another taste of nostalgia and the ship's running and he does the beggar's canyon run the beggar's the canyon best, run. yeah this was the best screenshot i can get it at i would have liked to have gotten another one but they were just so blurry um so yeah, well, we, got, we got another bit of nostalgia. You get to see a womp rat just outside the... of Beggar's Canyon. What's that? You get to see a womp rat just outside of Beggar's Canyon. Yep. <coughs> so he finds out how fast the ship is and he learns how to fly it and everything. And then, so he's like, all right, let's really open it up. And so he takes off out of the atmosphere and he's going, and he, and he finds that ship that he used, the carrier ship, the that he's on to go yeah. to Tatooine, and they have, and he has this moment with the kid that he was sitting with, and then he, so he's flying around that big ship, and the space police show up in their X wings. Yeah. Boba Fett explains to them he hasn't had time to make it to the space yeah, DMV. The Mandalorian. Oh, fucking, you know damn well what I mean, like. I'm, yeah, you know, he gives the excuse. Oh, sorry, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I left my registration and my other Mandalorian armor. Um, right. This just was working lame. on the car. That's why I don't have any insurance or or my registration yeah. or tags. This was so dumb. This was bringing real world bullshit into Star Wars for a joke. I I thought it was. Lame. I mean, it was, but it was also a chance for you to catch up. Uh, two things. One of the one of the. I mean, it brought you back that the the. Asian guy with the gray beard. So you know, yeah, I didn't get a clip of him, but that's Wars the whole kind of character. Yeah, that was the whole point of this was to bring him in and be like, "Oh, hey, I recognize your voice. Were you here?" Blah blah blah. And they're like trying to figure out who this guy was, and then 
the Mando just shoots off. And it shows how fast his ship can truly go. Right. And and so that was really just setting up some point where he's ob he, he well not obviously but there's a pretty good chance season three he's going to end up being wanted. Um, you don't think so? Maybe. I I, I, I thought that that's kind of like what they were setting that up for. Like I mean, they also played it off like, should we report this, sir? And he's like, do you want to go back down and fill out paperwork the rest of the day? So right. So if that doesn't have anything. To play into it this was all pointless <laughs> i think it i think it's not pointless because i think it ties us to a character that's in the new republic um someone that knows kind of who mando is but doesn't know exactly know him um we, we're losing cara dune which was a character that we thought we were going to have and through you know running her mouth she she lost her payday so now we need to have someone that ties you into the new republic that's this guy. Uh-huh. This guy is the kind of guy that, you know, he, he's older. He knows when to look the other way. He knows when it, you know, look, this is important and it needs to get done. Or do you want to go back and spend the rest of your day doing paperwork? Right. Yeah. So I, if, if this doesn't, this whole scene was for nothing. It was just for some cheap jokes. If this doesn't play into season three somehow, maybe. Um, and then and then so he he goes he 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 escapes them, and lands back down at Tatooine with, um, what's her face? I don't even know. I just call her wannabe Rhea Perlman. That's what she reminds me of, except a little more annoying, and not as funny. Yeah, I actually I actually don't know what her name is either. <clears throat> But so then he lands, Fennec's there. Hey, looking for work? Yeah. Well, we need some help. She throws him a bag of money. He's like, nah, this one's on me. So he's going to return that favor that you had briefly mentioned at the very beginning. (laughs) And that's the episode. Uh, No story building really for the Book of Boba Fett side of things. Potential story building for the next Mandalorian season. Um, A lot of people said it was the best episode of the Book of Boba Fett so far. Don't necessarily disagree with that. Her Uh, name is Peli Motto, by the way. What's that? Oh, the... the... P-E-L-I-M-O-T-T-O. What is she? Is she she just a scrapper that builds shit? She's a mechanic that that uh, repairs and, and deals okay. with ships on Tatooine. So she's a she's a mechanic, right? Right. Because I know he he went to her and he went to her to get his ship fixed. Season two, or was it season one? Uh season two. I don't think she was in season one. I could be wrong on that. So, once again, we're kind of back to that topic that we had last week where we don't really know where they're going. Um, And well, we've got two more episodes. We're, we're Wait, no, we got, yeah, he's, we've got two more episodes. He's rallying the forces that, that owe him. So, you know, we're going to see, uh, I believe we're going to see Black Castan. We're going to see the Power Rangers. We're going to see the Mandalorian. Um, I... You know, there, there are rumors circulating that we'll see someone else from Boba Fett's past. You know, okay. they have a work, perfectly good working CGI model of uh, IG-88 that they could bring in. Uh, Dengar, Bosk. I don't see them bringing in Bosk because, you know, he's kind of, I mean, after what Black Pistan did to the other Transdotians, I think bringing in Bosk might be a bad idea unless you put him on the other side. Um. <laughs> which would make sense because he worked because like at the very first episode when uh that guy came in he's like this is weird i used to work for him it's, and then fennec's all like i bet it's weirder for him um yeah and so maybe maybe bosk is one of his guys and i don't who knows i mean speculation but that could be interesting um <clears throat> man so Chip, yeah they've got they've got the- two episodes to uh Tie up the loose ends. He says before he can join them, he's got to go make a quick errand. 
we could right. potentially see Luke Skywalker show up and slice up some spice, some uh, spicers. So I wouldn't be surprised like, if that other Aaron is something that actually happens in season three of the Mandalorian and they just, yeah, yeah. I, I agree too. I, I, I actually, honestly, I would be very disappointed if Luke Skywalker shows up and gets involved in any of this, because then that makes him, you know, that, that white whale that they use to show up to explain anything. And while it's always cool to see a Jedi, sometimes a Jedi need, you know, there's, there's at this point, there's, you know, one, two, three Jedi that we know of roaming around the universe. Yeah, three Jedi roaming around the universe. You've right. got Luke, Leia, and Grogu. Technically, Ahsoka's not a Jedi. She left the Order. Right. So, well, what I was going to say is you were talking about this and when we were talking about the first-person shooter game. Sometimes it's okay to not have a Jedi. And I think this is one of those times. Mm -hmm. um yeah i i just i i don't i i don't want a jedi in this let's let's just be gangster about this shit um. you know could we see a smuggler maybe so <laughs> they've got we've got two more episodes to see where this is going two more weeks i just kind of wish they would just put them out right now <laughs> well me too but you <laughs> don't, don't like binging and i do so I, it's just because it's at the end, and I'm just like, all right, let's get the let's let's get to this. Let's, where are we going? So I'm actually just this last week on Tuesday, on Monday or Tuesday this week, I was thinking about, you know what? I I, I don't even want to say it, but I had this thought, and I was like, okay, you know what? I might make a video about what I would have liked to have seen from Boba Fett, and then this episode happened, and it just solidified my original thought on Monday or Tuesday or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I, I got to make this video. So I am going to, I've been started working on it. I got the script. I'm putting together some imagery and I'm going to make a video on what I would have liked to have seen what I think, how I think they should have done Boba Fett. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, you know, I mean, everyone has their own take on what they'd like to see and what they expect to see, so, you know. Yeah, so I, I'm, I know I'm what I was looking forward to and what I didn't get. Right, so I, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm, I'm, I'm just started working on it now, and it's not going to be done until after the next two episodes, because I, obviously I want to see what they do with it. So, yeah. But other than that, did, did you have any other things you want to talk about? I mean, kind of a short show, which makes up for the last two that have been super long. long. <laughs> um, well, you know, I, the only other thing that I watched this week that you, you know, you'd mentioned to me earlier before the show, you hadn't watched is peacemaker. Um, it's really coming together. Um, I'm, I'm more on board with it now than when we first started watching. Um, I, I absolutely love, uh, you know, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I absolutely love John Cena's character. The fact that they do tie-ins to, I mean, you, this week, he actually memorabilia where he subdues Kite Man. I mean, if they draw any deeper into the bowels of the DC universe, I don't think you could pull in. I, I think Kite Man might have been the plug on the drain, to be honest. Okay. So don't, yeah, don't say anything. Cause I, I might, I might put that on while I'm uh mopping today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just good. I mean, it's silly. <laughs> it's not super serious, <clears throat> but you know, it's right. I I'll do be honest. Appreciate that it's, it's some it's of the best silly. DC we've seen in the last five years. You know, I, I mean, the Nolan Batmans were good. They were very dark and gritty. You know, I I, yeah. I like everything that's coming out because I'm a nerd and I like I like it. But I mean, as far as you know, being purely just enjoyable, just for the sake of watching it, it they it feels like James Gunn doesn't care if you like it or not. He's putting this out, and if you like it, great. If you don't, great. Um, well, that's I'm how everyone should be. I mean, I the opening sequence alone is worth watching. I, I, me and Kathy, when we watch shows, 
we watched the opening sequence <coughs> maybe once or twice. Uh-huh. But <coughs> excuse me a moment. Um, I know you watch this opening sequence every single time. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I've never skipped the opening sequence once on Peacemaker. And never I, will. I've only watched it once. And I actually, yeah, no, I, I watched the whole thing the first time it was on. Um, and then I've skipped, I've skipped it. I skipped it every single time, but yeah, I think, I think I'll turn that on this afternoon while I'm doing stuff. I honestly, I don't think it's as good as the super, the, oh my God, the suicide squad, uh, the, the, the latest one, not the first one. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really liked that suicide squad movie. As a matter of fact, it was a good movie. It was it was good. Um, it I had might, it I had there it. were moments that I I was just like I don't understand why. Um, <clears throat> I can't. Killing Rick Flag was the dumbest fucking thing they could have done. <laughs> I, I I agree. I agree. They killing killing that big of a character, um, is like, upsetting to me. He could have had his he could have had his own show and I, I probably would have watched the shit out of that. I loved Rick Flag. And the totally, second totally. Suicide Squad, oh my god. Like his, his character was cool in the first one, but then he just really nailed it in the second one, I thought. Yeah. And uh yeah, the, killing him was the dumbest idea that DC's probably ever had. And and we've got Birds of Prey and the first Suicide Squad to compare that to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's too bad. But who knows? We'll see. I, my my wife was very disappointed that they killed Dot Man. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think he needed a show, but definitely him just randomly showing up throughout like different DC series that would have been that would have been really cool. It would have been great. Yeah. So you got any plans for what you're going to watch this week? You know what? We need to decide a movie that we're going to review for next week, so we can kind of get out of Star Wars land. Yeah. Um... I don't know. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to take that offline and talk about it. You know, you you suggest a Total Recall. We could watch both of them and and compare. Okay. Yeah. I, I for and I was just thinking Total Recall. For some reason, I can't get Total Recall out of my head. So, yeah, yeah we'll talk to Avery, um, about that. And speaking of which, uh, in case you didn't notice, Avery wasn't here today. He might be having a baby today. So that's exciting. Yep. Keep your thoughts and prayers with him, guys. Yeah. Uh, we might be adding a new little nerd to the to the universe. Yep. Oh man, his Today. life's going to be crazy. It was already yeah. was crazy. <laughs> so you 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 think you're going to crack into near near automata more? Um. Well, you know, I'm finally over the COVID and everything, so I'm after a month, I'm heading back to work. So my week next week's probably going to be pretty hectic. Um, mm. trying to get back into the swing of waking up at 5 a.m. to to go into work and everything i don't know uh we'll see we'll have to see uh, okay I, I really yeah i really like to see what you how, how how much time do you think you've put on it so far like an hour maybe? oh not much probably probably about five hours oh okay probably not not well, much at all but that's giving you a good taste of the music the, the music the like, switching game styles that's actually been the hardest thing for me to adjust to is you know it switches game styles you know mm -hmm. you're you're in a side scroller now you're in a 3d now you're in i can't even remember what they call it when the you're just a ship on a flat black ground yeah. doing this back and forth type shit hell yeah yeah so i uh, i mean if i play anything it's going to be near automata um just because you know that's what's loaded onto the xbox right now mm -hmm. um i don't think there are any big games that are coming out for xbox this week that i would look at downloading not this week. We got. I think we got three more weeks for Elden Ring. Yeah. Interested to see if that goes on Game Pass. Here's the thing. I can't pre-order anything for Xbox because why would I? I mean, if I can play it for free day of. Oh, totally. If it comes out on Game Pass. Were you on the last episode that we talked about Elden Ring? Uh, we talked about it a little bit last time, but I think you went in-depth on it the, the time before. Yeah, I I almost pre-ordered it. Yeah, I like I'm watching the trailers. I if you haven't done it yet, go watch all the trailers for Elden Ring. They're freaking gorgeous. It, and, it looks and, like a good a good game. 
and, and doing that got me hyped, but I I, I stopped myself. <coughs> I, did, I did not do the evilness of pre-ordering anything. Uh, so yeah. I mean, yeah, No Man's Sky kind of ruined that for me. I'll probably never pre-order again. Yeah, I I I gave too much faith to CD Projekt Red, but it was also like a sign of good faith for me because I fucking love The Witcher Three. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let them know that I appreciate what they did with this by pre-ordering Cyberpunk, and then they screwed me. Yeah, I didn't pre-order Cyberpunk, but I did go out day of and buy it. So. Yeah, and same boat, same as pre-ordering. Only I didn't get fancy stuff to right, which to which always ends up on my character, which I never put on my character because minutes. I didn't play it beyond what I, I think I paid about forty hours of the game before I set it down. I was like, this is unplayable. Yeah, God, I saw an article about how things might finally start be looking up for it. I didn't read it. I, I should, maybe we can talk about that next week too, but yeah, yeah maybe I think I want to, I'm, I'm going to give it five years and then I'll pick it up again. <laughs> no man's sky did it after five years. They finally delivered the game that they promised, but you know, by that time there was no one left playing it. Okay. I, I think it was about a year and a half to two years for them to square up um, the issues that were going on with the Witcher three. So we're right around yeah. that time window for cyberpunk. Who knows? Yeah, but um, even the issues they had with Witcher 3 were nothing compared to cyberpunk. Fair enough. I, I didn't yeah, I didn't get the game until after it had been out for three or four years already. So I I really was unaware until I looked into it. Me too, but I read about them and, and I knew what I was getting into when I bought it. By the way, I want this on record. Best Christmas gift for my son ever was when he gave me that Witcher 3 with the soundtrack. And it was the first Christmas gift he ever gave me. <laughs> now he's got a lot to live up to. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's going to be a tough one to beat. All right. So, yeah, I think... So, yeah, I'm going to go watch Peacemaker here in the next few minutes and uh, mop my floors. And then I might play some Witcher 2. I'm probably going to get into some Witcher 2 this week. And then I'll probably also play Nier Automata. And then I'll watch Book of Boba Fett and... Uh, I'm going to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife this week. You guys want to come over? Let's let's see how Kathy's feeling. I I, I would be down to watch it. So I, I said I got it well, yesterday. Best, okay, Buy, so. Best Buy's email is ran by retards, and it said it was delivered. And then I didn't get any. So I, so I went and checked my mail, and it wasn't in there. And then I so I checked the Best Buy website, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be mailed a different day and it's because i know i'm not supposed to have it until the first i was like oh shit they dropped it off early <laughs> yeah so it happens if you if you guys are feeling up to it after the first we can maybe watch afterlife again to get did we go see it together no i went by myself i think that yeah. was the first Kathy and I went to a late showing down at uh the majestic yeah i went to, i did it in imax and that was yeah that was the first movie i ever went and saw by myself that was different It was a good movie. I liked it. Yep. Thumbs so. up. Thumbs up. If you didn't go see it in theaters, go go pick up a copy and watch it. Definitely. Definitely. So yeah. Thanks for watching. Uh if you liked what you saw, leave a like, subscribe, tell a friend. So until next time, keep it nerdy. Keep it nerdy.